I read an interesting article on Substack the other day that was basically saying that although we complain about our suffering, whatever our suffering is, there's something in us that is inexplicably drawn to it as well. Suffering, you could say, is my bread and butter and something I think about frequently, both my own suffering and that of others. And I guess there may indeed be a part of our suffering which we unconsciously cling to. Who knows? This isn't a conscious choice, however, otherwise we would just stop doing it once it was insightfully pointed out to us by our minds or by somebody else. So maybe it's a manifestation of our personality style or our ego cage, as I sometimes like to call it. Each personality has its own mode of suffering that it's drawn to or can't detach from. Sometimes we may even transition from one stressful ego cage to another if we're undergoing considerable suffering or distress. Another perspective on suffering is that it profoundly impacts our ability to be present to ourselves, to others, to the world. The term presence is often employed by psycho-spiritual aficionados in a somewhat mystical way, but its essence is really very straightforward. My definition of presence is as follows. Presence is the state of being fully engaged and aware in the current moment, unencumbered by distracting thoughts, unpleasant physical sensations, or emotional states. And I guess, in a very simple way, I am present right now in that I am fully engaged in recording this, aware in the current moment, and unencumbered by distracting thoughts and pleasant physical sensations or emotional states. In essence, this is mindfulness, but I think that mindfulness, as it's now used, suggests a kind of striving, whereas presence, to me anyway, feels a little bit more achievable, a little bit more chill. Also, uh, maybe a little bit more fun. Um, And I do wonder if, in fact, this is not also, this definition of presence, a definition of flow, of peace, maybe even of happiness. Suffering extricates us from presence by substituting our more holistic, integrated self with a a kind of reduced and suffering self that operates primarily within the rigid bounds of fight, flight, or freeze. Now, those are all of our, all of our stress responses, and they're all crappy, but primarily because these very primitive responses were not designed for the stuff that now triggers them, and we are constantly triggered. We're, uh, a number of us are, are, are in these kind of stress, stressy kind of places quite often. And when we're triggered, we lose some, if not all, agency and presence. And you might say that this is also a definition of unhappiness. Imagine a computer running only in safe mode, or a library stripped of all but one genre, or a car that can only drive in first gear, or a a smartphone that you can only call and text on, or a painter confined to a single color. These analogies all illustrate systems forced to operate in a diminished capacity, sacrificing their 
holistic functionality for a, a more limited and constrained mode of operation. So let's have a think now about your internal stressometer. Perhaps it might look like a, a, a sort of a dial, an inner dial ranging from 0 to 10. And this gauge, I think, is also closely related to what psychologists call the SUDS scale, which stands for Subjective Units of Distress. So on the scale, numbers from 0 to 5, very often, represent us in a fully functional or somewhat functional or at least a somewhat relaxed mode. The upper half of the dial, ranging from 6 to 10, signifies an escalating state of distress. And this begins with unease or discomfort and then climbs to extreme manifestations like panic attacks or thoughts of suicide or self-harm or some sort of very overwhelming um, uh, feeling. And a reading of zero, you might say, kind of indicates no distress, essentially a state of happiness and peace, whereas a reading of 10 represents the most severe distress you could possibly ever feel as this strange hybrid human-animal creature that you, we are. So maybe check in right now. How, how are you doing? How are you feeling right now? Where is that dial set on your stressometer? If you're approaching your crossover point, you know, which for me is sort of around about five um, midway, uh, where let's say presence dissolves into disengagement or a kind of heightened anxiety or some other um, sense of overwhelm, then you might want to try the following hands-on approach, which uses both hands, all 10 fingers, externally but also internally, in a bid to nudge our inner suffering stress dial back into a slightly more comfortable and functional state of presence. So here we go. Let's, let's try it out. So we're going to start with our pinky on the left hand. And the pinky stands for presence. Pinky stands for presence. So all we're going to do here is just become aware in a very simple way of your current emotional, mental, physical state. Just, just become present to that. Take a deep breath. Exhale slowly. And also focus on the sensations of the breath entering and leaving your nostrils. And maybe do this again, just anchoring us in the present moment. And now we're going to move to your ring finger. You might even want to wiggle that around a little bit. The ring finger, the left ring finger, stands for see it. So while focusing on your left ring finger, take a moment, take a deep breath, and see what is actually going on for you right now? Where are you suffering? Emotionally, mentally, in an embodied way, or in a sort of combined intersectional overwhelm? You might even want to bring to mind those six core negative emotions, which I like to remember as SAD, which stands for sad, anxious, alone, ashamed, angry, and then don't want or dislike and identify which one or two you're feeling most right now. Sad, anxious, alone, 
ashamed, angry, or don't want, dislike. And as you see it, as you consciously see in your presence what is happening or how you're feeling, see if you can also invite your inner one true friend, as I like to call them, to join you. That's the part of yourself that would reach out to another if their distress mirrored yours. And take another deep breath, seeing if you can cultivate just 10% more loving kindness at this moment towards yourself. Go away, inner critic. We're just going to be kind here as we acknowledge how we're feeling. We're now moving to the middle finger of the left hand, and this stands for say it. All the instructions on the left hand all begin with S, apart from presence, and all the instructions on the right hand begin with R. So we're now just going to say it. So touching or wiggling your left middle finger, inhale, and then gently uttering aloud, if you can, your emotional state. Or, if that's not possible, just mentally saying it aloud, something like, I'm feeling anxious. Or maybe even more general, I'm, I'm feeling upset and stressed. Or, I'm not coping with myself at the moment. Whatever states it simply, but authentically. And we're doing this because the act of verbalizing how we're feeling helps us to disidentify or distance ourselves a little bit from this emotion. And this is a, a good form of mental flight, if you like. Take another breath. Allow each exhale as you breathe now to release this identified state just a little bit. Just getting a little bit of distance between the saying and the feeling. And now we're moving to our index finger, very importantly, because maybe we're now in our minds, so we want to move down again and we want to sense it in our bodies. So as you focus on your left index finger, close your eyes for a moment and scan your body from head to toe, noticing any tension or discomfort that corresponds with your current emotional or mental state. Here's also another chance to inhale really deeply into these areas again, imagining yourself loosening them a little with each exhalation. Kind of as if they were sort of helium-filled balloons, but they're also filled with lead, of course. They're filled with suffering, and every breath, every sensed breath allows us to release those lead-filled helium balloons just a little bit to sort of let them float away if possible. And now we're on our left thumb. Acknowledge that left thumb. And the left thumb stands for stay with it. So when we reach this left thumb, what we're trying to do is sustain our attention on our bodily sensations and just continuing to breathe into them. And maybe if deeper emotions begin to emerge, we might want to consider extending our breaths, both on the inhale and the exhale. 
And what we're doing here is we're not subjecting ourselves to further distress by staying with it. Rather, we're just sort of granting ourselves the compassion and the presence needed to more fully understand this inner stressy landscape and hopefully emerge from it with enhanced self-control and a kind of beatific presence, (laughs) something like that. We're now moving into our right thumb. And the right thumb now stands for relax. So as we transition to the right thumb, again, breathe in and exhale really, really deeply, releasing any stored tension. And in this moment, we're just going to consider the idea of surrendering. Surrender doesn't mean defeat or passivity, but rather a conscious choice just to stop resisting, stop fighting whatever it is that we're currently experiencing. Just surrender. To surrender is to allow our sensations and emotions to just be without assigning them labels, good, bad, like, dislike. Maybe you can imagine your resistance to your suffering as a kind of clenched fist. And each exhale, a tiny gesture towards opening that fist, letting go. You may also find it helpful to say something at this point, you know, something from that one true friend, like, it's okay to feel this way, or I release control in this moment, or just, I accept what is, something like that. And now we're moving to our right index finger, and this stands for respire. So we're going to now deliberately focus on your breathing. And again, taking a few cycles of this very deep inhalation and an even more full and releasing exhalation. You might even want to do at this point something like a four, seven, eight breathing. You know, breathe in for four, hold it for seven, breathe out for eight. Really giving yourself fully to your breath. And as we continue to Respire. We're also going to now move to our right middle finger, and this this represents reconnecting. So here we're going to expand our sensory awareness a little bit more broadly. If your eyes are closed, you might consider gently opening them and just starting to notice the room around you taking in its colors, its shapes, any sounds you can hear, maybe also focusing on tactile sensations, the feel of the chair, the air against your skin. We're just reconnecting here with our environment, but also grounding ourselves safely, safely in the present moment.
this expansion of our senses can hopefully offer now a kind of resting place away from those narrow, stressful thought patterns, enhancing a little bit our sense of clarity and presence. Another deep breath in and a breath out. And we're now moving to reframing, reformulating. This is the ring finger of the right hand. As your attention settles on your right ring finger, we're going to go sort of big, expansive really here with our thoughts, sort of flexi, maxi, expansive view on that initial emotional, physical, mental state. And just taking a few moments to think of the most skillful actions that we could engage in right now that might help us to maintain or even deepen this connection to our presence and divert us further away from stress. So this could be a good moment if we have the time to engage in some physical movement, some exercise. We might like to do some Wim Hof breathing. This can be a great way to shift our state. I've given a link in the article for that. Or we might even want to do, again, I've given a link for this, some vagal nerve stimulation, which is just a series of exercises to trigger our parasympathetic nervous system, that calming centering, grounding part of us, or maybe even some cold exposure, <laughs> um, a cold shower, something like that. We might even want to continue with that inner dialogue, you know, speaking aloud as if, as if we're speaking to our therapist, speaking to our one true friend, creating a short dialogue, a back and forth, um, ideally using your voice, but this can also be written down on paper. Maybe sending a voice note or recording this on your phone. And now we're moving to that right pinky, back to presence again. Wiggling that little finger, serving a reminder to return if possible. to the state of awareness. Taking another deep inhale, a slow exhale, just coming back to our center. And if you're feeling more settled and maybe can give yourself another 10 minutes, this would be a really good time also to just drop into 10 minutes of of meditation, just following the breath or staying with the sensations of the body or with sounds, or even just, just trying to just be, <laughs> be present in a full, in the present way, here and now, without even following any kind of practice, just sitting for 10 minutes. 
just existing. I hope this has been helpful in some way. Uh, there's a little cheat sheet that I provide um, in the text version of this. I hope you're feeling a little bit more present and are better able to enjoy some of the time that is now going to follow from doing this.